Okay, thank you. We we read uh, now uh, Isaiah 40, 49. It's an amazing uh, verses uh, chapter. And you know, when uh, when we moved to Israel, whole family, and of course I begin to read Bible in the Hebrew, and I realized so many. Uh, reaches there into Bible, so many blessings. Why? Because when I, when you are reading on the original language, you will see all things. And uh, and when I got to this chapter, I was in shock. Why? Because in Hebrews it's very clearly to write in here, servant of Lord, he's going to pay to be a covenant, not only to be a light to the Gentiles, but also to be, it's writing in the verses 6, to rise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. And after that writing, I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles, that you shall be my salvation to, to the end of earth. The writing, he is going to restore 12 tribes. He's going to restore Israel. And uh, in the verses 8, in the second part of the verses, you can read, I will preserve you and give you as a covenant to the people to restore the earth. In Hebrew, it's writing like restore the, not earth, all earth, actually Israel. And to cause them to inherit the desolate, desolate heritages. It's very interesting. Jesus, when he was on the cross, he paid for it. You know, he paid for you, for us, and for all twelve uh, tribes, and for all earth. Because that we received Israel today, in these days, received by grace. You know, we're not. We not uh, ask it, God forgive us, yeah, because the old covenant he independent very clearly thinks if you are sinner you need to repent it and after that I will back to you to the earth. But here in 1948 we begin to back to Israel without repentant, repentant. Why? Because Jesus paid for it. You know, he gave us, by grace of God, gave us this land. And actually, into the land, he changing our hearts and giving us new hearts. Uh, by, my, uh, by my situation, I repented before moving uh, to Israel uh, in, uh, in 2000. Uh, by miracle also, actually, by miracle. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, with a Jewish family. Jewish-Ukrainian family. My father was a Ukrainian man, man, and mom was Jewish, but unfortunately my father lived in his own world and didn't care much about us. He, he drank a lot and showed no sense of responsibility. But, and, and of course we cried a lot. But, but mom was opposite. You know, we, uh, she loved us, she cared for us, she, she, she was so beautiful woman. And, and, of course, she was an example, good example for us. Uh, and since very young age, I used to be a wrestler and dance. And w- when I grew up, my elder brother, 
he was very bad person also. He gave actually example from my father and uh, began to be a cr criminal guy. And policemen took him and sent him to be, uh, to be in jail. And I was a second child. And of course, all responsibility, you know, f for my, my brothers and one, my sister uh, put on my, myself. And I began to work many hours. I was so tired, and, uh, and, and actually in this time, in 99, my father was dying of lung cancer. And uh, this very tra tra tragic uh, situation, and, uh, and this time my elder brother went from the jail. And when I met him, I was in shock. I saw other person, like an angel. I said, what's going on? He was there in jail two, uh, two years. And I asked him what, what happened. And he said, you know, I met Jesus in, in the jail. I'm a believer, uh, a new creation. And I, I didn't believe him because I, I, I know him. And I said, okay, okay, yeah, after one week you, you will do again bad things. But this has not happened. And it, actually he changed completely my elder brother, and he shared the gospel with my father, who was dying of lung cancer. And he, maybe firstly, in his life, he decided to receive Jesus as his Lord and Savior, and he repented and accepted Jesus. We, uh, you know, I was in shock. I said, ah, this not will help you, my father. Why? Because you was a bad person. But I, 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 w I wouldn't believe in Jesus in this time. And he repented, and after three days, he went to sleep and never woke up. Never woke up. And, and of course, we cried a lot. Uh, before going to bed, I went to, to the balcony to come down and started to, maybe firstly, to speak with God from my heart, not from my mind. And I asked it, uh, God to be my father because I lost my earthly father. Uh, and... Um, to be my father. And before going to bed, my mom asked me to tie uh, the hands of father on his chest like that. I didn't know what it mean, but I, I, said, I asked why. And she said, you know, it's Ukrainian tradition, you need to do. And I, I made and went to sleep. On the morning, uh, my elder brother woke up and said, wow, I dreamed in this night. Uh, and I asked it, what did you dream? He dreamed, he said, you know, we were, uh, we were uh, sitting in the living room and actually our father entered to the living room with white clothes, like angel, but his hands uh, were tied. And asked us, why did you tie my hands? And he, I, I, reply, I replied, because did you die? Uh, you die, died. And he said, no, 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 I didn't die. I will live forever. He broke the ropes and went. This is dream. Actually, he saw in the night. Uh, I was in shock. You know, I'm not believer, and I, I was not believer. And I said, "Wow, this is very interesting." And suddenly, my uh, my elder, uh, youngest uh, brother. He was nine years old. Today, he is not believer. He entered to the room and said, "I also dreamed in this night." I said, "Wow, strange." I said, "What did you see?" He said, I saw, uh, I walked on the street and suddenly sky opened and I saw Father with white clothes with Jesus together. 
and he called me, Mikhail, come to me. And I felt fear, and I entered to the, uh, to the building, and I woke up. You know, when I heard these uh, dreams, and I between them, and I remembered my, my speech with God to be my father, and I said to myself, wow, it's actually sign from the heaven. Um, because our, our, our father, you know, he was so bad person. He needed to receive uh, not heaven, you know, hell maybe, but not heaven. And now he is heaven, in, in, into heaven. Immediately understood, this is not because, because him. This is because Jesus, because his faith in Jesus. And, and I said to myself, wow, Jesus is a true true and he is our savior immediately understood this is way and and of course my elder brother was so different person after uh, he believed in him and i after a few few days he invited me to come to church and i arrived to church i agreed to to go there and uh, in the end of meeting uh, pastor invited those who willing to make peace with god to come forward I went forward and I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and my life completely changed. I, uh, I got a new heart in my life, and, and this happened in 2000, and, uh, and we moved to Israel with new heart in my life. And uh, God is faithful, hallelujah. And now I, I know for sure my God is in, in heaven <laughs> waiting, waiting me, and my mom also, uh, seven years ago, passed away. And, uh, but my name is Aviel. What does it mean, Aviel? My father, God. My father, God. Yeah, and I'm not alone, and you also. Amen? And God collected us, you know, to, to Israel, collected us uh, from different countries. Why? Because Jesus paid for it. He's, this is servant, uh, God's servant, paid for not, for, not only for you and for us too. And he's collected us, and through many, many uh, things, he touching hearts and people receiving Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Today, um, six years ago, I worked as a mission, uh, as an evangelist in the church, and suddenly um, church couldn't pay my salary. I I went from the uh, from my work, and I began to work as a mechanic. And my my friend called me. Uh, he is a missionary. Called me and said, you know, international mission to Jewish people, uh, trying to found uh, missionaries, looking for looking for missionaries in Israel, and maybe you will good, good for, for them. I said, okay, what I need to do? To speak with them. I said, okay, how? Uh, where it's organization? It's organization located in UK. You know, it's very old mission. International mission to Jewish people, it's UK-based. Uh, Interdenominational Evangelical Society committed to share the good news to Jewish people. It uh, was formed 180 years ago. 180 years ago. Very old society. And, uh, and my friend said, you know, they are located in the UK. I said, no, 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 it's not possible. It's not for me. And he asked why. I said, you know, I, I don't know English. 
and six, six years ago I didn't know English at all. And he said, don't worry, director of missionaries knows uh, English, uh, Hebrew. He lived in Israel, married on the Russian woman, Jewish Russian woman, and he knows Hebrew and Russian. <laughs> so, interesting. Okay, how I can to connect with him? Through WhatsApp, through Skype. And this is actually what I had. I had a meeting on the Skype, uh, WhatsApp, uh, uh, through phone, Skype uh, program, and after that he said, you know, Aveli, you need to come to us, to Whitney, to office, to pass interview. I said, you know, it's not possible. Why? Because um, uh, I've never flown in my life. Only I had a one uh, flight uh, with my wife to Bulgaria. You know, we moved to Israel by ship, not by flight. And we're, uh, but when we, f uh, we had a fly to Bulgaria, actually people speaking there Russian. I said, you know, if I will fly to, to UK, it's my will, my second fly in my life, you know. But I cannot fly to country where I cannot speak with people. And he said, don't worry, don't worry. God is faithful. You will pass uh, Borden. It will be okay. I said, <laughs> how will be okay? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, you know. Just listen. Uh, but I felt very strong. God pushed me to do this step. And I... And I said, you know, I'm not, I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm going to say yes, okay? And he bought my t uh, bought ticket, Air British Airways, economy class, and I got to airport, second flying in my life. And I'm sitting in the airport, like, fearing, you know? And I'm speaking with God. God, why are you doing it? You know, I'm feeling this God push me, but, and I, you know... And suddenly I'm hearing voice in a whole airport. Aviel Sela, come to the table to the British Airways. And I said to myself, wow, problems begins, you know. And I'm, I'm coming to, with the IR ticket, the economic class, and I said, well, what's going on? And uh, workers, uh, work, worker uh, said, uh, have you ticket, our ticket, economic class? I said, yes, that's my ticket. And, and she we decided, we decided to change your, our ticket to first class. I said, what? You know, it's cabin. This is not business class. This is like a room you, you, you are assuming. Why? We decided to do like that. And I suddenly, I'm sitting in the plan, in the first room, uh, first class, and Holy Spirit started to speak. Aviel, don't worry. If I open a door... You will enter there. Yeah? Don't worry. I was you. <laughs> and I stopped worried. <laughs> Immediately stopped worried. In the, uh, and I, I don't remember how I passed uh, the burden, but I passed. I passed interview. Uh, Joseph Stenberg, it's our director of CEO of International Mission, killed me. Uh, actually, on the interview, he said, you know, we are ready to take you, but you need to, to do a few things. First of all, to take your family, your wife and children, and to move from the southern part of the country to Tel Aviv area, and, after, and, and to learn English. And we are ready to give you one and a half year. And after that, you must go to other countries and to speak about your mission. Into myself, 
I said, maybe I will speak with crazy men. I don't know, but one and a half year to learn English is not possible. You know it? It's not possible. It took me three years to learn Hebrew, living between Israelites, you know. But to learn uh, English, living between Israelites, not English people. It's not possible. And I said, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but okay, I'm going to say yes. And we moved from the southern part of the country to Tel Aviv, and I began to learn English. And by grace of God, after one and a half year, uh, international mission give, uh, to, to, to Jewish people gave me plus one year. And after two and a half years, I made my first tour in London by miracles. You know, but God was so faithful, you know, by, few, uh, by all, all uh, situation. He opened door, you know, uh, he opened door to work with international mission to be Jewish people. He was faithful on the plan. He was faithful on the border. He was faithful all the time. And I remember when I got to, to the London, uh, I learned very strong, you know, English. That is different. When I got to London to take my rent car, uh, and the person asked it, uh, the person who worked uh, on the rent, uh, were given rent car, cars, he asked a question, and I didn't understand any words. I said, what's going on? And he said, don't worry, don't worry. He put, uh, turned on a laptop and speak with me through Google Translator. And this is actually my experience. I said to myself, how I'm going to pass uh, my, uh, my first tour? But it was actually when I rec uh, uh, was receiving the car, it was free on the morning, darkness, you know. I went from the, uh, with key, went to, to take my car on the different place. Uh, and the worker said, you know, you need to go there and one person will meet, will meet you and will, will explain to you all things. And when I met him, I was in shock on the, on the budget writing a Russian name. His name, Denise. I said, you, you are speaking Russian? He said, yes, I speak Russian. In the middle of the London, darkness, I met in one guy who speaking Russian, you know. I wasn't sure. He explained all things, how to, you know, to drive on the other side. Da, 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 da. And I, I saw God was so faithful in, you know, by step by step. And, uh, and he's faithful today also in your life too. Amen? And we, we, we believe in God who is moving today very strong. And this is actually how I begin to work. And after working two years in Tel Aviv, we moved again to Jerusalem, and I began to serve in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, you know, it's. Uh, uh, have you been in Israel, somebody? No. Okay. Uh, it's uh, we we have a nine millions of population in whole Israel, but in Jerusalem we have a one million population. Yeah, uh, it's so big city, uh, big city. There's forty percent Arabic people and. 60% of the Jewish people. <clears throat> but 30, 35% it's 350,000. It's Orthodox people who hate Jesus and hate missionaries. For example, in Tel Aviv, we have only 1% of uh, Orthodox people who hate Jesus and missionaries. 
and fighting against it. And, and I was in shock in, in Jerusalem. Why? Because uh, when I made, when I organized a street evangelist, the firstly in Jerusalem, I was in shock. Why? Because immediately I received a very strong opposition uh, from Orthodox people. And I, after a few minutes, I, I said to myself, I'm going to fight now and to use all my tools of wrestler, you know, <laughs> because, because it was so dangerous. And immediately I understood this is not way how I am going to uh, contact with people. And I prayed, God opened so many doors, how I'm connect, contact with people today. Uh, I organized food packages, food packages, 15 food packages, and begin to, to, uh, to build a relationship. I found uh, 15, food, uh, 15 uh, poor families and helped them. You know, every month I visited them and built a relationship, helped them. And one day, one uh, very, very old woman, a uh, poor woman said to me, Aviel, I heard from you, uh, you would like to organize Bible tours in Jerusalem. I said, you know, it's my dream, but I don't know how I will find uh, people. And she said, you know, I know one director, uh, one special woman, I volunteer, and I work with her, and she has uh, two works. One work uh, it's a tourism organization, and the second work, she, she works in the government of Jerusalem, and she is responsible for all Russian, Russian people, uh, elderly people in Jerusalem. And I, I said, you, you know, very old, very elderly woman, poor woman, opening for me, it's an amazing door. I said, you know, immediately it's God moving before me. And, and, and I said, you know, of course, please, uh, to, uh, to arrange this meeting. This is actually what happened. When I met her, I was in shock. In the government of Jerusalem, where 90% workers, it's Orthodox people, yeah? Into her office of director, I, I said, you know, I'm going to subsidize excursions. Please give me people. This is actually what, what happens. She said, okay, let's do it. And she gave me people. And every month I made uh, Bible tours and she gave me people and I subsidized the schools. And in the end of, you know, Bible tours, we live in, in the promised land. In many, many places in, uh, in Israel, speaking about God, speaking about Jesus and about miracles and uh, like that. It's this very natural way how we are preaching the gospel. And, this is, uh, and, and we begin to preach by natural way uh, the gospel, and the end of every Bible tour, uh, people could invite uh, Bibles, free Bibles, and give me data, contacts, uh, number, name, last name, all things. And for example, in the last, uh, in the last of Bible tour, uh, from 50 non-believers, 30 gave me data, and I visited them personality and gave them Bibles. You know, it's, it's an amazing. And this is one way how I appreciate the gospel. And the second way got opened from my relative who living in Jerusalem. He's a believer. And he's work uh, in humanitarian aid organization and helping to Holocaust survivors. And in, in Israel, we have a law. Who, who is working in a humanitarian aid organization cannot preach the gospel. And here, 
and when he heard I'm moving to Jerusalem, he said, you know, I cannot preach gospel, but you can. You, you're not working in, with us, yeah? And he opened two organizations for me, and, uh, and, I, and I built relationship with them, and the result was amazing. Uh, I'm doing lectures, Bible lessons, and Hebrew class for them. You know, Russian uh, Holocaust survivors, municipality, the municipality don't want to, to know, uh, to to uh, to give them help. For example, educational help. And I organized Hebrew class for them, where Holocaust survivors can arrange uh, to be together, listen Hebrew lessons, and and of course gospel. Why gospel? Because you know, Bible, Old Testament was writing on the Hebrew. It's a biblical language, and we, through Hebrew, we can preach the gospel. I will give, I will give you an example. Do you know the word shalom? Shalom. What does it mean, shalom? Peace? Don't be shy. Da, please. What does it mean, shalom, for you? What pictures do you see in your mind? Please give, uh, say me. Peace, what else? Okay, I'm going to renew pictures in your mind. If you know shalom word, if you know root of word, this is three letters, you can build, build different words. For example, verbs, uh, verbs, adjectives, yeah, noun, known, and like that. If you know root, the shin, lamet, mem, three letters, you can build, for example, a word le shalem. Le, what does it mean le shalem? To pay about something. Do you know it? Shalom and le shalem, to pay, it's same root. Le shalem. The words like tashlum, tashlum is payment, the same root. Has paid, the same root. Shulam, shalom, shulam, you can hear, it's same root. Paid for something, yeah? Perfect, mushlam. It's sound mushlam, the same root of the word shalom. Perfect. And peace, shalom. And in a, if you know the root, you, and, and these words, you immediately, you'll see connection between these words. Without payment, you cannot get peace. You, you can see? Without payment, you cannot get peace. What does it mean? This very, very simply. Do you want to peace with God? You need to pay. Payment. Has paid? Perfect. Peace. How much it costs sin? Do you know? The penalty of sin what? Death. This is writing in the Bible. Do you want to die? I'm asking a question. Do you want to die? But this is cost. You know, this is price of, of, of the sin. Death. Do you want to die? No, but somebody will die for you. Yeah. In the in in the past, it was lamb or goat in the temple. Temple is like bank where we paid for our sins and worshiping. You know, there's two options. But lamb cannot pay the full price. Why? Because lamb and man, it's, it's not same price. You know. And God sent the perfect lamb, Jesus, who paid for you and for me 
the full price and also for Israel and for 12 tribes on the cross. He felt spiritual death on the cross. You know, when, do you remember what he said on the cross? He said, Father, why are you forsaking me? What does it mean? It means spiritual death. He felt separation between father and son. This is actually what lamb couldn't feel before that. Couldn't feel, couldn't pay. You understand me? Couldn't feel, couldn't pay. But Jesus could feel spiritual separation. And he, of course, soul into blood. He poured out the blood and, death, and felt death on the cross. He paid, has paid all price for you. And today you, you don't, you, you, will not, you will not need to feel separation between father and son. Why? Because Jesus paid for it. We have a Holy Spirit in our hearts by grace of God. Yeah? And this is actually what we do in the lessons of the Hebrew classes. People listening, people hearing, you know, and many, many different ways. Today I don't have all time to explain how we are preaching the gospel to Jewish people. But Bible tours, uh, lectures, Hebrew classes, uh, and, if, uh, and in this May, I'm going to organize, we will have Feast of the Lord, Pentecost. Uh, Pentecost, and I'm going to organize in the one week, five Bible tours. Five Bible tours. Every, every day, one Bible tour. Uh, free Bible tours, it will be Holocaust survivors. And, and uh, two Bible tours is normal, elderly people. Uh, and in the end of this, in the next week, I will organize, uh, I organized a concert for them where 550, 550 places we have. And we, we hope it will feel full. Uh, people will come. And, uh, and I'm going to study. Uh, it will be concert and plus explanation about the feast of the Pentecost. Please pray for it, yeah, because I know for sure after that it's, uh, I will, maybe I will, go to, uh, will get uh, attack from Orthodox people. For example, in this year, Orthodox people closed my Hebrew classes, my Hebrew classes in one place, and I moved to other place. Uh, they pushed on the owner of the building, and he closed for us this opportunity. But now I'm writing, writing, uh, whole uh, uh, through Christians people and uh, Orthodox people cannot uh, do anything but they are they are angry about whole what I do but by the grace of God we, we are moving and of course I know for sure I have uh, maybe five ten years uh, to to reach Holocaust survivors in in, in Jerusalem we have 10,000 Holocaust survivors in Jerusalem and 250 Russian speakers. This is my goal, 250. And I am visiting them in their homes and I'm speaking with them. We are friends. Uh, and, and God opened big, big door and wide door uh, to share the gospel with them. And many of you come to Lord, but today we don't have time. Yeah, 12, we need to finish. Okay. Uh, and of course, today I will ask you 
I will ask you something. One moment, please. You know, our secretary, uh, Celia, who was in contact with uh, Margot, he didn't send this brochure, this watchman card. Uh, he didn't send. This is my, you know, it was in my Bible. Uh, usually we we asking people to fill out this brochure and uh, and I will be in touch with you through it. Uh, every three months, I will send you a letter, one letter, personal letter, my personal letter, where you will read what was actually going in Jerusalem. And and we will be in touch with you. You know, I know, I knew for sure. Many people praying for me, and for this ministry, and because of that I am successful. Not because, because grace of God, of course. But I need your prayers. And today I will ask you, uh, not on this brochure, but on this white brochure, to fill out name, last name, your address, email, and, and signature. And I will, I will be in contact with you because, um, you know, what we do, this is actually internal work. I know for sure I cannot share all stories here on the earth, but on the heaven we will speak many, many times we, we will have. And we, but you can join to this work, you know, to internal work, to, to reach people for the God, for, for salvation. Amen? And please to, don't go to home without fill out, okay? Give me your data and we will be in touch with you. For me, it's very important to pray, to be in touch, and to share what's going on. And to, you'll see and could pray for this work in Jerusalem. Okay? And of course, I have here only two watchman cards. Do you know what it means, watchman card? In Bible, we have many verses about you, about Gentiles. And, and here, in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 33, 7, writing about you, writing, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. This is about you. It's not about me, of Jewish people. This is about you. And please, Son of man, <laughs> he is going to make you a watchman. And you will pray, and God will, will do what he is want to do. Amen? Yeah. I, and, and, of course, we will sp- uh, spend time on the whole. Uh, I will answer you to all questions, but uh, to answer me, okay? Thank you so, so much for sharing with us this morning. Um, His English is far better than my Hebrew or my Ukrainian. I can't speak, or Russian. I can't speak any of these languages, but we struggle struggle along with English. It's amazing. You've only been speaking English for six years. It's very clear. I mean, as you all know, I, I still haven't learned Gaelic yet, and I've been here for nine, so... We'll, we'll never get there. Falce Konofunov. <laughs> Why do you have to put me to shame? <laughs> oh, thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. The phrase that you repeatedly mentioned throughout talking there is God is faithful. Yes. 
every time he, he spoke about something, he always said, God is faithful, God is faithful. And I think that's such a wonderful thing to be reminded that throughout your life and also your ministry, that the Lord is faithful. And so please be assured of our prayers. As you go around uh, this week and also as you return to, to Jerusalem, it's always good to know somebody's there where Jesus walked and that he's ministering to people there, presenting to them and reminding them that the Messiah has actually come. So please do stay behind, as Aviel, Aviel said. Please stay behind for a cup of tea after the service. Uh, meet with him, ask him any questions. If you have any questions, it'd be just lovely for him to meet with you. And also there's literature there to sign up uh, for his, his prayer letter that he sends out uh, every three months. Uh, we're going to bring our service to a conclusion this morning. We're going to sing to God's praise in Psalm 67. Psalm 67, it's in the Scottish Psalter, page 300. This is our prayer, that the Lord would bless all the nations, and that he'd bless them by his grace. Lord, bless and pity us, shine on us with thy face, that the earth thy way and nations all may know thy saving grace. Let people praise thee, Lord. Let people all thee praise. O let the nations be glad in songs their voices raise. We'll sing the whole psalm in conclusion and we'll stand to sing, if you're able, to God's praise. Lord, bless and pity us. Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forevermore. Amen.